and welcome to What's Up, episode 42. 42? Well, we, have, we have a guest here with us. Mr. Yeah, we do. Dylan. My voice just cracked so bad when I said So in today's episode, we do have a couple people with some new entrance music. We're going to be talking a little bit of anime. The top five selling shirts in the WWE shop. Um, talking a little bit about some AEW stuff. Yep. And another, uh, we'll talk about Vince apparently being in the hospital. Ooh, okay. So I have updates on that, depending on what you say, actually. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get started with your music news. My music news. So we are starting off strong with another death. <laughs> I, yes, okay. I hate to say it. Um, uh, so a band that I've really never listened to, but like I've heard of a lot. Um, Goat Whore. <laughs> what? Yeah, they're a band called Goat Whore. I've heard of them, but I've never listened right. to them. And I really want to. <laughs> That sounds terrifying. Anyway, it's death metal, probably. Um, yeah, you got it. Soon. Their bassist, uh, James Harvey, has passed away at the ripe old age of 35. Um, which is really sad. I'm not laughing at that. Are uh, we laughing at death right now? <laughs> it's the band name. It's the band name. I, I, when I first read the story, I was like, I don't know who this is, but I have to include it in the podcast. Yes. Um, uh, uh, his sister confirmed his death. Um, he's, uh, she said that he uh, uh, died peacefully in his sleep. The details of his, uh, of an of an <laughs> otherwise human being. So right now, there's no drugs. There's no anything. Okay. But <laughs> just, just so it the, genuinely seems like a sad death and we're just it, it really does. It, it really does. And I but and I'm not laughing at that. I'm literally laughing at ways it. to get canceled before we ever take off. Yeah. Right. Well I'm uh, so to make things very clear, I'm laughing at number one, the band name. I did not expect it. And number two, I am laughing at your both reactions to the band name, which Fair I enough. expect but was not nearly as funny as I thought it'd be. It was way more funny than I thought it'd be. Um, so to his, uh, uh, to Go Whore's fans and fans, uh, his family, uh, sincere condolences from me. I'm saying the name. So I'm going to have to go listen to them after this podcast, which unfortunately, so this brings up a very interesting topic of like when somebody does that, just got a lot of don't listen to that. Wonder who it's from. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Fair enough. All right. Uh, in more, um, in more uh, funny news, um, Billy, more Eilish. funny, more funny. Stops, stop stuff, guys. This <laughs> dark stuff. We're moving from the band to Billy Eilish. She's very serious. All right, so everyone needs to calm down a little bit here. 
Okay. The very serious Billy Eilish. A bit. <laughs> uh, Billy Eilish um, uh, loves uh, death metal. Yes, I've heard that. Yeah. She I've has seen- been. She has been listening to, according to her Instagram, a band that I've also never heard of. Um, it dies today. Interesting. So I've never listened to them, but apparently, according to everyone that's like talking about this article, they're like, this is not right for her to be listening to based on the music she makes. <laughs> so that's another band that I'm going to have to go listen to and see what they are. She should start making that kind of music. She should definitely get a whole new be- band. So I, I've I always... it would definitely kill her fan group, though. You think the <laughs> average white girl would listen to death mail? Oh, the sad part is... It would definitely not be death mail as we we know it to no. be. It would no. definitely, it'd be like mumble rap to like the old school rappers. It'd be a whole... Yeah, yeah, yep, ex- exactly. See, my thing is I've always been a supporter of uh, Halsey going into rock, especially after that one song with uh, MGK. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that's still... You can still do a lot of mainstream stuff with rock. I feel like Halsey could. Oh, a thousand rock. percent. But death metal? No, they. they yeah, death rock. metal is like, I want to kill my career tonight. Like, get rid of all my white girl fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of white girls, I've got the perfect. <laughs> that was a perfect transition. Um, Wait, for my next. Story. Is this about Lizzo? Oh, it's not about Lizzo. I didn't. I even was going to say it. we're talking about white girls here. Talking about white girls, uh, we were talking about a Gen Z TikToker, though. Okay. Um, Is Matchbox 20 a real band, you guys? Like, have you guys ever heard of Matchbox 20? Like, ever? Weren't you literally just at a concert? Yeah. (laughs) This girl had no clue that they were a real band until the Barbie movie came out. Uh... Ryan Gosling sang the Matchbox 20 song Push for four hours straight to Barbie in the movie, quote unquote. This girl got on TikTok and immediately was like, I had no idea that this was even a real band. Like, what's what happening? I expect out of Barbie goers, though. Like, <laughs> You're not. Let me wrong. tell you. Let me tell you. I went to see Barbie. Oh, you did? I rooted for Ken the entire way, and he's supposed <laughs> to be like the villain of the story. And there's just girls everywhere in pink. Like, and there's a specific moment where he gets back to real life and yeah. or not real life, he gets back to Barbie world and gets together with all of his guys, and he's like, every night is for the boys. And <laughs> I I as like the only guy in there without a girlfriend. Just go, yeah. So my, dead silent my, theater, just me. Because every five seconds, the yeah. girls would cheer for something. I didn't understand it. So when Ken said that, I was like, I got, it. I got to cheer. Like this is my moment. They've all had theirs. Dylan's sitting in complete the silent theater. Yeah, the yeah, board. yeah. It was but, completely but. dead. I'm just like, yeah. That's I wish I was there yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, um, so yeah, uh, Gen Z is way stupider than I thought it was. I mean, I thought it was stupid, but like, I didn't think they were that bad yet. <laughs> well, um, and my 
final music story, unfortunately, there wasn't a whole hell of a lot going on this week. Um, our weekly mention, we need to get a transition for Ronnie Radke. Meow. We, yes, we need like a little video or something that's like the Ronnie Radke of the week or something. Because I always oh. talk about Ronnie Radke. Yeah, maybe. You know how I feel about <laughs> him, though. Uh, TikTok has banned Ronnie Radke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah put that to the group because we deleted the group. I did text the group that just in case I wasn't here. Yep. But since I am here, <laughs> um, Ronnie Radke was banned on TikTok for misgender assignment. Or misgender assignment, sorry. So essentially, from what I can tell, so it went, the the article that I found goes into a lot of details of TikTok's uh, terms (laughs) um, that I don't feel like reading to you guys. So I'm going to short form this to hell. Essentially, you cannot, according to TikTok's terms and conditions, misidentify any sort of gender or identification of gender, which apparently he has done. So he is now banned from the platform. I did see, I think he posted on Twitter like, oh, I don't care. I'm not taking it back. (laughs) Yeah. I saw something about he said like in an interview where he said something. He was like, I'm just going to repost them to Twitter. Honestly. (laughs) You know who Ronnie Radke is, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought so. Um, So that's the Ronnie Radke mention of the week. Um, he, I'm, I'm sure he's going to be on next week for something because oh, when so we got to get that clip going, we, we do. Gotta so what's this Lizzo news that? Who's so, yeah. The Lizzo news. We do got some Lizzo if news. you can pick it up. Okay, what's the, what's the listeners? I guess Lizzo has been sued by three of her former backup dancers for creating a hostile work environment in which she not only sexually harassed them, but also body shamed them for their physical appearance and their weight, more specifically. Well, well, well. How the turntables... This girl is the one being sued for that. Heavy on the not trying to escape fatness. Heavy fucking on it. This person is the one being sued for body shaming. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, isn't that great? So, like that video said, like, what's the, where's she coming from? (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Oh, speaking of lawsuits, not really music though. Uh, do you see uh, Mr. Beast lawsuit going around yet? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Oh, uh, he's mad. Or whatever that he's, restaurant was that he started with his uh, beef burger. It's like a ghost kitchen or something. You can get it anywhere somehow. Yeah. Apparently, they stopped focusing on making good quality food because they wanted to mm-hmm. uh, spread the business out and get more shops. Yeah. <laughs> that pulling a McDonald's, if any of you have seen the founder. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but um, uh, I, in personal music news. I, I don't care if anyone wants to cut me off or not. I can play a minute and a half of Mashuga's Bleed now. <laughs> so I am accomplished. I am done with drumming. I give up. Um, other than that, uh, your reminder of uh, Tesseract, September fifteenth. Uh, other than that, that's all I have for music.
All right, transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me talk to you. <laughs> so I lied. That wasn't it, but that is the perfect transition. You faked our transitions. Oh, I, I faked them out. I, I know. I know. I, I tr trust me. It's, it, it works, though. It works. Okay. I promise. Okay. Nickelback has an official documentary coming out. Hooray. That is really good, actually. I That's funny. That's hilarious. I, it was at the bottom of my uh, articles that I pulled up, like that I had saved. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's good because voiceover kind of like skipped over it. But as soon as you uh, played that, I was like, hold on, there's Nickelback in here. And I found <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, so Nickelback is getting a documentary. Nickelback is getting a full-fledged documentary now. And the beginning of that documentary is focusing on all of the hate that Nickelback gets. Our, <laughs> who's doing the documentary? Like, is like Netflix or? It is, it is going to be premiering at the Toronto Film Festival. Okay, so like, um, directed by Lee Brooks. All right, I have no idea who that is. Uh, with uh, Tarot Vision. Nope, don't know that either. You know. All right. Uh, so, uh, the documentary will be called "Hate to Love." <laughs> I've never met anybody that actually admits to hating Nickelback. Like even That's in the bit. thing. Well, we're yeah. kind of in the country, though. Like, I feel like every, every, like, your dad's generation loves Nickelback. And even younger kids, like, our parent, like, Zach, you guys all grew up with your parents listening to Nickelback, so it's just a commonality out here. Yeah, fair enough, maybe. Because I also have never heard anyone out loud say that they hate Nickelback, but it could just be in there and that mean. Like, uh, so the so the official um, it's like the uh, reverse Uno of the Morbius um, meme, where everyone's the, Morbius was a great film. The official poster of the documentary says Nickelback is one of the most successful acts in music history. It is. They're they also are. they're also the band who haters love to hate. This in depth documentary will document the rise and fall and rise again of Nickelback. I want to know. I want to see, like, what hate actually came out of it. Like, who... Because I've all that I can read up on... Because I've read up because I want to find out why people hate Nickelback. And all I can find online is literally just all their songs sound the same, people say. I, I, I think it's just cool to hate Nickelback. Literally, yeah. Breaking Benjamin songs are way more similar to each other than... I would a thousand percent... Like, if you're saying all songs sound the same, as much as I love Breaking Benjamin... I would agree way more that Breaking Benjamin songs sound the same way more than Nickelback's do. Yeah, but that's the only complaint I can find about Nickelback at all. Like, they haven't done anything so, terrible as far as uh, I know. You, but if you're interested in getting tickets to Nickelback, they are $15. So when we want to see Nickelback. That's not Nickelback expensive at all. Uh, it's fifteen dollars. I'm assuming those are for like the cheap, cheap ass seats. I mean, even but, though it's expensive, can only be like. No, I thought. I thought the concert was 45 cents, right? 50 oh, cents featuring Nickelback? 
shut up. <laughs> yes. Did I not see this coming? I had to throw that in there. Yeah. Right about so hard. We're talking about price. We got to throw it's, in the Nickelback. Because he's standing 45 cents. so hard. <laughs> I did not. Um, I don't I, know I'm joke, upset but... that I didn't see that coming. <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, if you, if you would like to go see Nickelback, they are on tour promoting their uh, latest album. Um, that documentary will be released at the Canadian Music uh, Movie Festival in September. Will be out for public release to be determined based on how well it does at the Canadian Movie Festival. Interesting. Nice. Done. All right, so I feel like it's going to be a lot simpler if you and I go over animes we watch rather than him go through a list of what he's watched. I was going to say. <laughs> or, yeah, or, so, probably, although we'll just judge you harshly right now. That's that, that's fair. All right, so first anime that you know that you can remember the most about. Not necessarily anything important, just the one you remember first the anime most about. I can remember the most about My Hero Academia. I hear academia. I honestly have nothing to say bad about the show. It's a good shonen. The side char- some of the side characters are done dirty, but like it's a good show. I I just kind of fell off of it because it wasn't my cup of tea. I think Xander would like it if we didn't have so many anime lined up already for him. I feel like he would like it if uh, what's his name, the main character. It's not or is it Deku. Yeah, Deku. If, if Deku wasn't such a bitch, I feel like I'd like it. Yeah, well, that's why everyone's trying to get me back into it because their current season he stops being a bitch yeah, and like starts being badass. A and and like, like I told you earlier, I ain't catching up to the six seasons. I'm not like uh, maybe someday, but I got a couple other things I want to get through before. Well, we I was like, I, I was like, I can't imagine, like, I can't catch up to where he's not a bitch because I can't handle him being a bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I i truly think the entire beginning of the show is just driven by like the cool side characters like mainly Todoroki. oh what's, Todoroki what, what, what's is the, only one. the 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 chick that's like totally like horny for uh him oh yeah. oh chaku uh, yeah she was cool bakugo was cool i think she's cool she uses her power wrong someone yeah sh- Someone told me that she uses her power wrong and explained it to me, and <clears throat> in my mind, I can't ever like her as a character now. Because so yep. for you, this character's power is she can turn off gravity for anything she touches. She can touch it, turn off gravity. And so genuinely, she just like takes stuff, makes it happy, throws power. it, and for the most part, she uses it almost as like a support role. Like she'll make her allies um lightweight to be faster to be able to fly or stuff like that like she does her combat is kind of meh this woman yeah. needs a giant hammer like a massive yeah, one make, that's make, like listen, five yeah. times the size of a human made of titanium and then yeah. just like turn off the weight go for the swing and then just on the downswing weight back on and you literally yeah. squish whoever is under it like <clears throat> yeah <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like, she just needs a giant weapon. It doesn't even need to be a <laughs> hammer. Just any massive weapon, because she just turns the weight off, uses it like it's weightless, because it is, and then right before it hits, just turn the weight back on, and just destroy so, who's ever at the end. So, I don't know if I'm sick or not, but I pictured it to be a giant cheese grater. 
Yeah, even that would be much <laughs> more cool. Um. All right. <clears throat> next, next one I know next a little one. bit. That this is going even less than I know about My Hero Academia is Fairy Tale. I can't get through Fairy Tale. Tried. I have two friends that's their favorite anime, and a lot of people hype it up for me. But just of all the shonen that there are. Of and even like just of the top big shonen, that one's probably one of my least favorites because you got just Dragon Ball I've liked, and it's very simplistic, but it's just strong man go burr. Um, <laughs> Naruto, great story, great characters. Bleach, I haven't gotten through, but I hear a thousand more blood work. The current season's amazing. One Piece, as this is currently recording, is the second. Gear five drops the sixth, so the I have no, so I have a couple of friends who will not shut up about One Piece. Yes, and especially right now, he's about to get his new form on the sixth, and it's supposed to like break anime internet. So like mm. they're having a really hype moment right now, <clears throat> and um, yeah, just fairy tale just doesn't make the list for me because like we're right. going through Hunter Hunter right now which we'll get to later but that's my favorite shonen next and, yeah next on the list uh Ruby oh you said Ruby do you, you... no I, I remembered Ruby as we started recording that I did watch that I am ashamed to say I know nothing about Ruby Oh, that's why you know we've seen the Justice League. Yeah, there's a Justice X League Ruby. crossover. With yeah, it. the crossover that we've seen. Uh, I'm supposed to watch Ruby. I have never gotten around to it, and I so, don't know anyone who talks about it enough to really. So I, I have only made it through season one, and I think I, I think I may have made it through like half of season two, but it just kind of like fell off me. Like it was really cool in the beginning of like how their powers, like all were like um, Disney characters technically. Yeah. But I, I just, I, I, all anime falls off at some point and it just happened to be where that one fell off. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Now all anime falls off. We just gotta find you the right one. So yeah. far, so far, like, all anime like, falling off. I'm not about to be the like, like, we need to find you an anime about music. Like, there's plenty. Fourth on the list no. is... <laughs> I've never seen it, but we have we watched the um, first episode and I've honestly forgot what that was. It was like so a Sailor Moon up... ripoff, I think. Yeah. Oh, I have seen um, oh, Spirited Away. I think that technically oh, counts. Oh, Studio Ghibli films are just goaded. All of them. I'm not going to oh, say all of them. I've seen Spirited Away. That's the only one I've seen. It's such great. <clears throat> I have, yeah, great film. Um, great. So it's, the, pro it's possibly the best Studio Ghibli film. My favorite film is Moving Castle, but I've heard arguments that Spirited Away is the best film of all time. Yeah, yeah, like people <laughs> make that argument quite a lot. Xander, um, have you seen Spirited Away? I don't think he, so. he has not seen any Studio Ghibli films. What? Even I've seen that. Hold on. <laughs> 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 I thought it was fantastic. Did I in, like con uh, continue to watch things? No, but I thought it was good. <laughs> um. So technically, fourth on the list, if we don't count Spirited Away, 
would be whatever. So we need to figure out if I'm right. The teddy bear that sings metal karaoke after her day job in an office. Where's my phone? I'll bring up the tape. <laughs> he, he was looking this at like into like, this. Like it's, it has to be Danganronpa, but doesn't show it ever. So it's on Netflix. I know that for a thousand percent. Still on fact. Netflix or not? Yeah. Yes. Because the the one that Dylan thinks that it is is not, not on Netflix. Danganronpa. It it was because well, it's this uh, weird. You th- this probably can't this see it. Yeah, he can't see anymore at all. It, it's literally a half black, half white teddy bear in Danganronpa. I mean, I work have with no a idea what fucking, you're talking about. Uh, they, I they can't work, believe I don't. Their know. boss is a bitch, and then like when they get out of work, she just goes and looks like the screamo karaoke somewhere. I know somebody I can ask, but Xander won't like me texting them to ask. <laughs> Depends on who it is. Is it a music um, anime? Is it, it like they're in a band? Yeah. No, she just goes and does karaoke because she's pissed off. If it's Eric, I don't mind. If it's any of your two most recent ex-girlfriends, no. Okay, okay then that's the pro- that's the problem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right, moving on to the next one other than this random karaoke uh, so that was i'm gonna find there. it wasn't that the last of yours no i, I seven think deadly I sins he has yes yeah, seven deadly sins i watched too a little bit first two seasons were good i like the pig the pervy main character is hard to get over i like the pig who's the pig, the pig is cool um i heard that the pig died uh, spoiler alert and i was <laughs> like if that pig dies i quit i'm done they they have that you've seen the first season right uh yeah yeah they have the fake out death for the pig where it's like burnt to a crisp but then the baby pig pops out and i'm just like okay yeah yeah that like broke my heart for a second i'm like how could you kill off hawk like of all the anime no anime has ever killed off at least not that i know of has ever killed off like Oh, the animal that's attached to the main character. What is the other one that I? Oh, is it a pig or whatever in Doctor Stone that? uh... Oh, it's a boar. Yeah, yeah, it's a boar. It's not necessarily main character per se, but but yeah, I've seen it much since that episode though. Yeah, like it's definitely. I I have watched one episode of another anime. And I hate to admit it because I think either A, Dylan's going to know exactly what this is and be super pissed off, or B, neither one of you are going to know what it is and watch it and be pissed off. <laughs> I hope it's I, I hope it's what I think it is. Uh, ghost stories. Yes. <laughs> you, that's that one that I show you the dub for, and it's just the most absurd thing oh, ever. I think, it's I think so I... great. I love the dub. It is the funniest <laughs> shit ever. I will all watching it. it. Is the best. <laughs> I got so excited. It's hey, put that away. <laughs> it's literally such a good dub. I'm so glad it exists. It, it has provided me hours of entertainment, like days worth of entertainment. In, in a I good watch that shit all the time. It's fantastic. 
Oh, but that is the extent of my anime. You should watch more of that. Like, that's a perfect <laughs> one for a blind person, too, because just listening to it would make it even more absurd. Like, well, I so I, I, I watched it when I could still see. So I was very confused. That's the thing that you don't need to see because, like, it's just as confusing watching the screen as just listening to what's going so, on. So the funny part, so technically, if we want to get really into it, that was my introduction to anime. That makes sense. That's how we got to where we are now. <laughs> that was literally my introduction to anime, was Ghost Story, the first episode. It's the one where they're moving into the new house. And the like, we meet all like the pervy boy and like the yep. like the two sisters or whatever the hell. That was literally my introduction to anime. Me alone, just being like, "What in the?" Because it was free for. Yeah. So I had an app. You didn't know I what you were like, getting into. You. No, I didn't because I, I had like a free app of like, "Hey, here's free songs and free stuff on iTunes." Oh and yeah. back then, like you had to pay for it. And I was like, "Hell yeah!" And I just like oh. got everything I could, and then I watched that. And I was like, "Why did I get this? What's happening?" This all adds up now. <laughs> and, and Dylan's like, and I understand why he's the way he is. <laughs> all right, now that we've gotten to the bottom of that, we shall continue watching Ghost Stories. We need to stream that shit and watch it at some point. <laughs> now moving on to the next gentleman. Um, all right, so I got into anime, which is what I'm watching now, uh, yeah. via watching... Uh, watching is kind of not necessarily the right word to use, but uh, Hunter Hunter... Uh, Garrett was watching it uh, subbed, um, and I'm like, I, I got vaguely interested, and then so when Dylan and I were living together, we started it, and then I don't know where we we stopped. I think I basically a little bit into season two, yeah, because uh, I started to get confused when they started going over Nen and Ren and whatever, but so now that's what we're currently watching. My favorite anime is probably between uh, Rent-A-Girlfriend and Dr. Stone. Dr. Stone's great. It's got that uh, little bit of science in there. I don't know how, if it's actually like so right I feel, or not. I feel like the science, like when they break it down and show you the science, I feel like that's all correct. But then what they do with that science, I feel like is always a stretch. Because they'll like be like, here's how you melt this type of metal in the stone age and now we have a cell phone with that and it's just like i guess like <laughs> like i guess you have all the components right but, um but yeah um I heard the theme song. Stretch, but still yeah like i think most of the science is pretty solid in dr stone and then we've uh recently came across that i didn't think you were going to actually like but so I was oh. gonna watch it in my free time. Yeah. And when I told Otto the name of it, he hung up on me. This uh, is a great show, by the re way. Reborn as a vending machine, I now venture into the dungeon. So of the three episodes we have watched, we have had your kind of standard Isekai opening episode where the dude gets hit by a bus. Or not bus, specifically a truck, truckoon. Um and he obviously dies and gets reincarnated as a vending machine. And instantly, this man just had the saddest life living. Like, he might have been better off dying. Because the first thing he says after he's reborn as a vending machine is, This is awesome. I love vending machine. They are my life. <laughs> and honestly, 
if vending machines are your life, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> we'll we'll help you out somehow. I'm sure we'll get you a new hobby. But and then the second episode was him fighting, him joining them for fighting. And then why don't you explain to them the third episode? What the part about the condoms? I mean, the entire third episode was a... the the frogs. The he turned turned into a vending machine, or he vended out coke. So there's that a was all the second episode. Oh, that was the second episode. Yeah, the third episode was literally the third episode was literally all STD condoms. Him in the women's um oh in the women's uh, bathroom. Yeah, in shower yeah. room. Yeah, and they're bad. Yeah, third episode was very uh. Very similar to uh, it the, took the such a wild of, turn. The, similar to the episode of. Uh, I'm just loving like just hearing your guys oh, like, yeah. of these things. <laughs> what else have I watched when it comes to anime? I don't think I have a lot of other. Naruto. I watched one episode of that. Naruto is so good, but there's so much filler, and I kind of dislike how the anime community. We'll just be like, oh, it's filler. It doesn't count. You don't count that towards your grade of the show. And it's like, if I watched it weekly when it came out, it does. Because it every does. single filler episode that I had to suffer through each week just to get watched, to the plot. I watched it with an X, though, so that it, it always has a bad taste it in my soured. mouth. Yep, it soured it. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. Hunter x Hunter, I've heard a little bit about, but not a lot. I just like it. It has I it's the first two seasons just do like everything right that Shonen needs to do. It's nothing special, but they just do everything a typical Shonen does, but just really well. And then they have just two amazing arcs right before it ends. I heard I should have watched uh, Gargoyle or something like that. Gargoyle, the 90s TV th- show? Maybe, I don't know. It's some sort of anime that I was told I should watch. I don't know if there's an anime named Gargoyle. I remember Gargoyles, the kids TV show? Yeah, it was years ago. No, it wasn't that. It was something else. Oh, okay, it, it was something else. There, there, there was like an anime that was like, I swear it was like called Gargoyle or something. And I'm like, oh, okay. I, there is another one that I'm interested <clears> in. It's not on my list. Remind me to add it before you leave. Is uh, blood at work or whatever that is? Oh, cells at work. Cells at work. Yeah. Yeah. Follows the blood cell. They're all. I've watched it. Wait, is that the one with the body, like the internal of the body? Yeah. <gasps> oh, the little cells are the most adorable thing things I've ever he seen. Yeah, seen it. Rose oh, is good so at listening to anime, apparently. There's, There's so cute. There's a spinoff of that show where they're in. That so that show takes place in like a healthy body. There's a spin-off huh? of that show where it's like an unhealthy body, someone who's just <gasps> body so messed up, and it's like almost a horror aspect to it. It's awesome. I need to watch it just for like the I, I want to say it's like the cellulites, but I'm not right. Oh, the um the, the little ones just goes march, yeah. march, march. I feel like they start with a P. Uh wait, oh, we, we should know this. Yeah. Yeah, the little platelets. Is that what they platelets? Look? Yes. Yeah, platelets. Adorable things ever yeah. in the history of anything. Did you watch that with Z or was that just you? No, that was just me at the apartment. Okay. Oh, adorable. I feel like there was another one too that I had sort of seen a little bit with at the, while you were at the apartment. 
that I was kind of semi-interested in? Do you remember? Hmm. I don't know. I watched a lot of anime at the apartments. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I had, you know, watched that one episode of Creamy Mommy, but I don't think that really counts. No. Uh, I don't think either of us could say anything that happens other than, like, <laughs> she has a transformation sequence into a Oh, uh, another one that is on my list is um, Love After World Domination. Because that's supposed to be like a Power Ranger anime, I guess, maybe. I hope so. Like, <laughs> I, I, Just that title kind of has me worried that it's like some, like, something else. I mean, but... maybe, the, maybe the Power Rangers are the ones that do the world domination. I don't, or they're there to pick there up be... after the domination. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll find out as we, when we get, get there, to it. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're on Hunter Hunter, so that's going to be a couple months, probably. We should have checked Rent-A-Girlfriend, see if any dubbed episodes are coming. Yeah, they might, they might. Season Um, two of that. She's about to become an actress. Yeah. Of course she is. Is there any other anime things that you want to at least bring up, or any new ones coming out, or anything like that, that we should bring up? Um, I think Otto should watch or listen to an anime called K-On! Because I just know it's about music. Kion? Or or there's um Stop doing your hair. What's the one? Everyone. There there's there's another music one that's super popular that I'll have to give auto to watch or listen oh, to. Oh, if you figure it out, you can always message me. Yeah. He's, he's got the yeah. got um, that spin-off watch now, it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um gotta figure out what that is. Because if those platelets... Wait, hold on. I don't yeah. know if I want to... If those it, platelets die, I'm going to... Yeah, that'd be horrifying. I haven't seen it yet. I just know it's called Cells at Work Code. Break. Right. Yeah, see, so I'm nervous about if those platelets die, and if they do, I won't be responsible oh, for my... Yeah, we'll never reco- emotionally recover no. from it. No, we won't. Ever. It doesn't matter oh, what happens. They're too cute. It, yeah. No. We're gonna spo- this, no. this is a bad spot to mention it, but I feel like it's also a good transition out of anime and into other stuff but speaking of never recovering we did have another loss today yeah uh i don't know if he's counted as yours but otto's parents dog tink died today yeah and that was the one that liked me a lot anytime i came to visit yeah i was i was pretty much ignoring the text when i got the text i was just Nope, I'm just going to focus on Wordle, and I'm not going to think about that. Yeah, I, I figured you would, but at the same time, because she liked you a lot, I figured I'd let you know. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. I, I only figured it out around, like, 4 p.m., and apparently it was around, like, 2.30, 3 o'clock that it happened. Mm, okay. Uh, you but, said she was doing good again, so... She, I, I, she was doing fine yesterday. <laughs> I, I think... So honestly, not to get like really morbid or dark, but honestly, I really think she was waiting to see me one last time. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yesterday we, we we had our last little moment, and you know today is finally the day. Like we we've been ready for it. She she was seventeen years old. It was time. So yeah, she, hard. She's definitely pretty old. Yeah, it looked like it almost kind of hurt to walk and all that. Oh yeah, she's but you know she she's in a better spot now. So. It, it does count as a loss. I wasn't sure if you were going to mention it or if I was going to mention it, but yeah. Um, yeah. Poor little Tinkerbell. All right. So, 
<clears throat> start with the big AEW news. Yes. Oh. Good news and rumors coming out of AEW wrestling. The time has come for AEW to get their head out of their ass and get AEW Plus. They've done it, folks. No more $50 pay-per-views. No more wondering where you're going to watch AEW Dynamite or Rampage or Collision or all their shows that they have. They have now applied for a license for AEW+. Plus. Hopefully this means that they're going to have an app soon. They're going to have a streaming service where you pay $10 a month or whatever the price is. And you'll get to watch the pay-per-views most importantly. Because not being able to watch the pay-per-views without shelling out 50 bucks is a real bummer for most people. Let's be honest. You don't pay $50 for pay-per-views. UFC, same thing. That's why they're with ESPN now. They still have some, but some shows are not ultra premium. Hopefully AEW does the same kind of thing where you can watch it similar to like Peacock. We'll see, never know. Regardless, what do you think of this? This is a huge move for AEW and breaking news, by the way. AEW Plus on the way. AEW appears to be having its own stream service. As always, Nico Extra out. That was weird. His voice only came out of the one speaker. I heard the music coming out of the other one, but that's weird. But yeah, AEW Plus. Let's go. Because I think you and I discussed the part part of why we don't stick with AEW too much is because we have to we either we just skip the pay per views because we're not shelling out fifty bucks a week or a month or whatever. Yeah. And so if we don't have to pay fifty bucks per pay per view, it'd be a lot easier to keep up on it. Yeah. Especially this next one, which uh, with uh, I, I don't know if you want me to keep with AEW for a minute with this. Whatever you want to do, go for it. Because I've got news. Okay. So, <clears throat> uh, first off. Um, speaking of AEW, um, yes, uh, don't make me pay for pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> um, that'd be beautiful. Um, on one hand, I feel like it would be kind of like a downgrade and like, like they wouldn't be able to do as much, but on the other hand, it's like, they're, they're doing okay. <laughs> um, uh, AEW Dynamite wise for literally tonight, uh, we had MJF, um, um, he came out and uh, he mentioned how he has uh, ADHD. Oh, okay. Or, or ADD. Sorry, not ADHD. ADD. Okay. Different. Wait, Adam uh, Cole or MJF? Uh, MJF. What did I say? You said MJF. I just okay. Good. Off. Okay, good. Because MJF's um, so not normally I'm, open like that. Yeah. Uh, so he went out on a big promo and said like how he has ADD and how. Um, he told a story about how kids uh, threw quarters at him and yelled, like, pick it up, Jew boy, or something like that. Wow. Um, very, very sad story. But during the story, the crowd was chanting, ADD, ADD, ADD. <laughs> this is why live TV sometimes is great. Sometimes terrible. I, it was supposed to be this real serious moment, and I could not stop laughing to save my life. Oh, that's that's terrible, but great. Um, and, <laughs> um, throughout this promo, he uh, called out Adam Cole, who they did lose the uh, tag team title match, which is on Collision, not tonight, like I thought. They had it already, I thought. Unless I know they like did, and like after I had texted you that, I was like, oh, it already happened. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um. So he called out uh, Adam Cole and said, hey, after this tournament, I know I promised you uh, a title opportunity, and I've thought about it, and you're not going to get it. 
You're not going to get a match. Is he turn? Is he turning or? And then he waited a solid 15 seconds. And then he said, you're getting the match at All In at Webley Stadium. Okay. So they are main eventing the almost sold out Wembley Stadium. That is the only match that has been announced so far, to my knowledge. Which does go into the video that you sent me. It does, but hold on. Okay. Um, also, during the uh, promo, um, MJF said that he is still a douchebag. MJF, yep. He's like, oh, no, I'm still a douchebag. Don't get me wrong. I'm still a douchebag. And so the crowd started chanting, you're a douchebag. And then in between, MJF would go, I'm a what? You're a douchebag. I'm a what? <laughs> That's great. Uh, it's, oh, live TV is a beautiful thing. But that goes right into the video that you're talking about. So go for it. I don't think AEW should announce any matches. You've already put 77,000 people in the house. Every match, every entrance becomes a surprise. I think this is the show that people at home don't need to know anything. They're going to buy it no matter what. Otherwise, they're going to suffer from FOMO, F-O-M-O, fear of missing out. So it's all about the excitement and the buildup. They compare it to when you pull the lever down on a slot machine. Why am I bringing this all up? Because not knowing what you're gonna get at the pay-per-view is just like pulling the lever at the slot machine. Oh my God, who's gonna show up to fight Goldberg? Oh my God, who's gonna be in the main event? Oh my God, what tag match are we gonna, are we gonna get a ladder match? Are we gonna get a this kind of match? What are they going to do? That anticip anticipation, I believe, will throw the show over the top. So we had this discussion off podcast about this. Yeah. I am becoming more firmly on the side of Baba Ray of like, what an amazing event it would be like even for the people at home like you mentioned like because I, I didn't really see this video before today mm. i just saw like a report that he said to that extent what he said right and so like he, he thought about like the people at home like fear of missing out like a thousand like you're even i am with no money a little bit more likely to be like i wonder what they're gonna do <laughs> you like, they nothing they are definitely raising people's interest and expectations in it, keeping it a mystery, but that's also a kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah. You don't announce what's going on, and people pay for pay-per-view, and they don't like the events yeah. or the matchups, then it, it, a lot it, more people are going to feel screwed over. So it's you kind of like, a double-edged sword in that it, case. It really is a gamble of, like, a hope we'll do this right it, and if because they don't they're screwed but if they do it right there it's amazing it could work the first time for sure but if like too many people are disappointed in it then from there on, yeah. it's gonna have a hard time pulling back from that well so the way the way that you're saying it reminds me of an old wwe concept called uh, tab, or, uh 
Cyber Sunday. Mm. I was thinking that when he said that too. Yep. So essentially what that was, was um, they would have a pay-per-view where the match, the matches like who faced who was decided, but not the stipulation. The fans got to vote on what stipulation would happen. So I feel like that is like not what they're going for because a thousand percent that's not what they're doing yeah but like i was like say if you have the fans voting at least in that sense then it's not like people can get upset when it's not what they want because the fans all voted the fans voted you didn't get what you wanted you still have to be like oh that's what everyone else wanted i'm a little disappointed yeah i because even with that concept i feel like there was a match i was like hey the champion's gonna face one of four people so it was like it's not a right. you know like because, random like it's gonna be one of these people because <laughs> you know? if the studio picks bad matchups that people are disappointed in then people are just gonna be mad at the studio for taking their money and not providing yep. entertainment if the people vote for it then it's on that yeah they can't get mad themselves yeah. for not voting for i feel like they could do something like that but you know i yeah. I'm I'm intrigued by the idea. I don't well. Obviously, they're starting to announce matches now, but you know, like to me, for a while, that was a really cool concept of like just don't say anything, <laughs> right? Because they because they've already almost sold out the arena. Like I think it's like a thousand seats left, and they will have broken uh, both WrestleMania records. Wow! And yeah. they just announced the first match tonight. <laughs> but as we were just discussing before with the um app. People ain't paying for pay per view much anymore, so they're trying. They're trying. They might yeah. try something to like stir it up, increase yep. viewership, but it it definitely is going to come at some sort of risk. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Um, so real quick, the two people that I know that got new music this week, Baron Corbin got new music to go with his new quote unquote not gimmick. Yeah, I don't know how to phrase that, but he's, he said he's not doing gimmicks anymore. But so he got new music, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. And then Maxine finally got her own music for when she comes out with uh, Alpha Academy. Oh, did she? I didn't even notice. You didn't notice that? No. I mean, I've been that just paying attention. Maxine wasn't paying attention. Maxine and Alpha Academy is probably one of my favorite storylines currently. So I'd pay hardcore attention to Maxine and that going on. Let's see, why I was so upset when they were originally going to separate Alpha Academy, and so once Maxine joined, I'm like, "Wait a minute, are we keeping them? Let's go." Otis, no, then nobody. Yeah. Maxine hasn't really been. She hasn't been saying Otis, but she hasn't been saying Otis either. She's been that that avoiding is saying a name. I still want to be. I still want them to be the. Uh, what, what did I call them? The maximum, the maximum male Alpha nope. Academy. <laughs> no, nope. not doing any of that. <laughs> all right well here's uh Otto's favorite man will you ever reconcile with your dad <sighs> you know i dream about that every night sometimes it keeps me up and i can't sleep but because he's no longer with us r.i.p eddie you know i just i do what i can at this point Wait a second. <laughs> when was this? Very, very recently. He has the NXT title in his hand. Oh my goodness, I have not seen that. 
Eddie is actually his uncle, and they did a thing like when he was a kid. Eddie and oh, that's beautiful. And so the fact that he just called Eddie his dad in that video was oh, great. So, so to go a teeny bit deeper, they had a storyline way back when he was a kid, like Xander said, and they had a ladder match literally for the custody of Dominic when he was like eight years old. And it was between Rey Mysterio and Eddie Jr. Or Eddie Guerrero, sorry. And <laughs> Eddie Jr. Eddie Guerrero. And Ray won because he's Dominic's legitimate father, which... Until I, I would say like 2017, I didn't really know the truth either. <laughs> like I questioned for a long time if that was like legit. A thing. Yeah. But oh, that's beautiful. Oh, Dom Dom, I love you. Okay. Uh, we've been having a lot more wrestlers starting to get into TikTok. I found, TikTok new, I found a new one today. Hey, this is Kurt Angle, and I'm finally on TikTok. If you don't know who I am, I'm a six-time national champion, world champion, Olympic gold medalist, a former WWE and TNA superstar, and I dabbled in movies. Now, I'm going to be here on TikTok talking about my diet, my workouts, my podcast, and things that are near and dear to me. I want you guys to follow and enjoy the ride. We done? Good, I can take a nap now. Good, I can take a nap now. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay. So Kurt's on TikTok now. That's good. Yep, I think I followed him. Maybe I forgot because I had I like instantly sure follow the video. If I, if I haven't already, I need to. Oh, last thing: the top five shirts on the WWE shop. Shayna Baszler. Top five in second. Place, second place is Cody Rhodes. First, third, fourth, and fifth top-selling shirts on WWE Shop are all LA Knight. Yeah! How is he not... With the title? Y yes, but no, but yes. <laughs> I feel like that has to be WWE sign, like, uh, give this man something better than what you've been giving him. Well, I... <sighs> He's... He's, he's. Did you see the video that I sent you earlier of the uh, weatherman doing him? Yes, yes. That was that made me so happy. Um, but that really should be their sign of like he's he's drawing. Yeah. He he's not ready for a world title yet. Yeah. In my my opinion, he's not. But I U.S. Do. title, a thousand percent, he could hold that and carry it and go with it. Yeah, yeah. Like, ha have them chase for a little bit, yes. Like, make them go to, like, you know, like, uh, payback or whatever. What's the, whatever is the next one? But, like, he could a thousand percent, like, go into a match with Austin Theory. Or, no, they're both heels, technically, aren't they? No, he's face now. Oh, is he? Oh, you're right, you're right, yeah. Okay, so then, yeah. Go, yeah, I remember the, the um, insane thing that he came out with uh, against, um, what's that dumb rap group? I what? Oh, uh, the 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 he called him freaking uh, uncle, whatever. It's um, it's got a BFAB in it. Yeah, that. Uh, why can't I think of their name? What's the uncle on Fresh Prince? 
Shoot. Dang it. Um, oh, this is going to bug me now. What is It's got beef. Like I can like, hit row. Hit row. Hit row. Yeah, his bid against hit row. That was, if there was ever a question that he was faced right there, it should have been. Well, they're technically face. Like, like they don't really matter in a lot of No, 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 they're heel. They're heel. Are they really? They've said shit about to the crowd. Have, uh, They've been okay. heel ever since they came back. They've never been face. So, what? Have I just been blinded by my jaded love of hit row? <laughs> Probably, apparently. I mean, <laughs> apparently, I'm, I, I, I jadedly love hit row. Okay. Okay, so then, yeah, he's face, so then he can a thousand percent go against Austin Theory. Well, yeah, but they have the tournament or whatever the heck that they're doing. Uh, that um, the Slim Jim Summer Slam Battle Royal. Well, no, that's a separate thing that LA Knight's doing, but I'm talking about the yeah. Um, oh, not Rey Mysterio, but the other one, Santos Escobar. Yeah, Santos yep. Escobar, because Rey Mysterio's injury is real, actually. Yes, that's the even though they thing. didn't throw up the X. Rey Mysterio's this, injury is real. Was his head? Yeah, his neck. He had like whiplash from the fall when Santos went uh, through the rope. I can't remember what the name of the move is called, but that's one uh, thing I wanted to get better at learning is like the name of some. Like obviously, I know the, Suplex. Oh, I know a belly to belly. You know, I know some um, of the uh, frog splash. Crap! What's the uh, what? What did it look like? Because I might be able to help. Was it like the sit down? Like he no, was he, like... He, Rey Mysterio was out on the ringside. Uh, right. Uh, Santos dove through like the second and third rope. Oh, he dove through. Yeah, he like, didn't slide under like Mysterio does. He slid, went up between the second and third rope. Like a like head first or feet first? Head first. Head first. Uh, shoot, I don't remember what that's called either. Um, I was gonna say if it's feet first, it's a baseball slide. But mm, yeah, no. All right. Uh, I think that is the end of my wrestling stuff. If you, unless you got any wrestling, uh, look at your text, my guy. Oh, yeah, I did forget about Vince. Vince being in the hospital. Uh, he yeah, had, so that, that leads right into like my text and your news. Um, he was had major spinal surgery last week. Uh, he's now recovering. The surgery lasts about five hours. Dang. Um, I guess that's all this one says. I thought I had something else elsewhere about it somewhere, but apparently I didn't save it. Maybe it was an article I had saved. I don't know. Oh, I did have a bunch of articles pulled up earlier that I forgot about. We're getting close-ish on time anyway, so I'm not going to worry about all my articles. Um, and the thing you sent me is just talking about that the uh, WWE allegation misconduct against Vince was concluded in November of 2022, and that he was basically... he was cleared of any wrongdoing uh but now there's a separate government investigation so uh, that's what he sent internally to wwe staff oh okay so that was not an externally sent thing that was internal to wwe roster and staff so someone leaked it then yep okay <laughs> so that, that that's what i was like it's like that's why i figured you'd want to read it yeah all right, so we talked a little bit about this kind of stuff in the past, not super specific on this in particular, but here's a quick clip from uh, comment section. 
So I'm a member of a DID system, and for me right now, that means that in the coming months, I am going to be able to watch some of my best friends and some of my closest companions get the body of their dreams that matches their gender, that makes them feel happy, and in exchange, I'm going to have to give up my own. I'm cisgender, the majority of my headmates aren't, and we've decided to transition. Which means that as happy as I am for the men in my system, I am about to have to watch myself go through the wrong puberty. Uh, <laughs> And it's gonna be permanent! Anyways, um, everybody say congratulations to the men in my system, because they get to transition, and we're happy for them. There's so much to unpack here. This person has dissociative multiple personality disorder. So when she's talking about headmates and the men in her system, it's her other personalities. So she's gonna go through a gender reassignment surgery because some of her headmates are male. Wow, I'm gonna sit awake thinking about this. Yeah. Same, bro. Same. So, 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 okay, okay, so, <laughs> so he's so got, just over here boggled. So, so, so we've got associate personality, right? Like that, that's, that's fine, right? Yeah. To, to, I, I, again, like to me, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> but you're going through a whole reassignment surgery because a few of your headmates are male. Headmates aren't a real thing. They, they a thousand percent are a real thing. They are a real thing. I, I, I do know somebody who because, has... like, I get that you can have like multiple personality disorder, but everything I've read on is just like. You don't talk, it's not like an anime where you talk to yourself in the head or like Firestorm where it's another. It, it's where, it's, it's where the head makes may or may not take over your actual body. At that yeah. Point. So it's not like you ever communicating so with them. It's no. just you're switching consciousness. You're, you're switching personality. So wouldn't it be way easier? And as much as I don't agree with this, wouldn't it be way easier on you to just be gender fluid? Well, I'm just, yeah, that, <laughs> that. And the way she's talking about headmates makes me think like she's not actually like split personality disorder because she's talking, she's acting like they're like talking to her in her head. And I'm just like, that, yeah, see, she that said, call is, them her best friends. Yeah. Yeah. So that be, I don't understand. I just don't understand the, yeah, so from I'm what just I so confused about it. From what I can understand, it's like you can be like like acquaintances or like even friends with your headmates, but like it's not it's like at that point it's schizophrenia, I feel like it's like it's dabbling into schizophrenia. Yeah, like like which is different. Multiple personality this voices in your head talking to you or something different than you switching like, bodies. You switching out yeah, you, right. Yeah, yeah, not switching your body, but switching which mind control again wouldn't it be way easier for her like genetically and personally to just be gender fluid and be like hey i'm whoever i am today yeah I don't as know. much as i don't agree I... like you know you, you you do you but i feel like going through a whole reassignment surgery because the voices in your head are telling you to especially when she actively was like i don't want she was like freaking out about it or... yeah i like her literal thing was, I don't want to, but the voices in my heart are outvoting me. I'm like, yeah, that that's the point where I'm like, and okay, know. you are not. Yeah, she needs something. It's she needs something. Some medication. Yeah. yeah. Now on the opposite of that spectrum, this one's a tiny bit longer. 
But I do have a little video on detran someone who has detransitioned, which I've also played before. My name is Chloe Cole, and I'm a detransitioner. Another way to put that would be, I used to believe that I was born in the wrong body. And the adults in my life, whom I trusted, affirmed my belief. And this caused me lifelong irreversible harm. I speak to you today as a victim of one of the biggest medical scandals in the history of the United States of America. I speak to you in the hope that you will have the courage to bring the scandal to an end and ensure that other vulnerable teenagers, children, and young adults don't go through what I went through. At the age of 12, I began to experience what my medical team would later diagnose as gender dysphoria. I was well into an early puberty and I was very uncomfortable with the changes that were happening to my body. I was, I was intimidated by male attention. And when I told my parents that I felt like a boy, in retrospect, all I meant was that I hated puberty, that I wanted this newfound sexual attention to go away, that I looked up to my brothers a little bit more than I did to my sisters. I came out as transgender in a letter I sent on the dining room table. My parents were immediately concerned. They felt like they needed to get outside help from medical professionals, but this proved to be a mistake. It immediately set our entire family down a path of ideologically motivated deceit and coercion. The gender specialist I was taken to, taken to see told my parents that I needed to be put on puberty blocking drugs right away. They asked my parents a simple question. Would you rather have a dead daughter or a living transgender son? The choice was enough for my parents to let their guard down and in retrospect, I can't blame them. This is the moment that we all became victims of so-called gender-affirming care. I was fast-tracked onto puberty blockers and then testosterone. The resulting menopausal-like hot flashes made focusing on school impossible. I still get joint pains and weird pops in my back, but they were far worse when I was on the blockers. A month later, when I was 13, I had my first testosterone injection. It's caused permanent changes to my body. My voice will forever be deeper, my jawline sharper, my nose longer, my bone structure permanently masculinized, my Adam's apple more prominent, my fertility unknown. I look in the mirror sometimes and I feel like a monster. I had a double mastectomy at 15. They tested my amputated breast for cancer. Now it's cancer free, of course. I was perfectly healthy. There was nothing wrong with my still developing body or my breasts, other than that, as an insecure teenage girl, I felt awkward about it. After my breasts were taken away from me, the tissue was incinerated. Before I was able to legally drive, I had, part, I had a huge part of my future womanhood taken from me. I will never be able to breastfeed. I struggle to look at myself in the mirror at times. I, I, I still struggle to this day with sexual dysfunction, and I have massive scars across my chest and the skin grafts that they use, that they took of my nipples, are weeping fluid today. And they were grafted into a more masculine positioning, they said. After surgery, my grades in school plummeted. Everything that I went through did nothing to address my underlying mental health issues that I had. And my doctors, with their theories on gender, thought that all my problems would go away as soon as I was surgically transformed into something that vaguely resembled a boy. Their theories were wrong. The drugs and surgeries changed my body, but they did not and could not change the basic reality that I am and forever will be a female. When my specialist first told my parents well, to have a dead daughter or a live transgender son, I wasn't suicidal. 
I was a happy child who struggled because she was different. However, at 16, after my surgery, I did become suicidal. I'm doing better now. But my parents almost got the dead daughter promised to them by my doctors. My doctors had almost created the very nightmare they said they were trying to avoid. So what message do I want to bring to American teenagers and their families? I didn't need to be lied to. I needed compassion. I needed to be loved. I needed to be given therapy to help me work through my issues, not affirm to my delusion that by transforming into a boy, it would solve all my problems. We need to stop telling 12-year-olds that they were born wrong, that they are right to reject their own bodies and feel uncomfortable with their own skin. We need to stop telling children that puberty is an option, that they can choose what kind of puberty they will go through, just so they can choose what clothes to wear or what music to listen to. Puberty is a rite of passage to adulthood, not a disease to be mitigated. Today, I should be at home with my family celebrating my 19th birthday, and instead I'm making a desperate plea to my elected my elected representatives, learn the lessons from other medical scandals like the opioid crisis, to recognize that doctors are human too, and sometimes they are wrong. My childhood was ruined along with thousands of detransitioners that I know through our networks. This needs to stop. You alone can stop it. Enough children have already been victimized by this barbaric pseudoscience. Please let me be your final warning. Thank you. Yeah. That was, that was certainly a video. <laughs> <laughs> that doctor gave horrible advice because horrible advice. suicide rates the same from transitioned and untransitioned. I feel like it'd be more, honestly. More yeah. uh, for, for people who have for a transition, yeah. I, I, par, part of me feels like it'd There's be like more a for two percent difference. One of them's like fifty-one, and the other's forty-nine. I'm not sure which is which. Oh, that, that's not enough of a difference for me to be right. But still, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like they're both pretty even. To like, it's a coin flip if you're a transgender if you'll kill yourself or not. Yeah, yeah. She was passionate though. Holy hell! Oh yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's yep. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna mention real quick uh, via what we were. I think it was like four episodes now, maybe three, that we were supposed to talk about uh, January sixth. But I still haven't gotten stuff from uh, the family friend that was supposed to send it to me. So we'll yep. be pushing that off either until I get it or have time to do more research on it. Yep. Um, however, what I would like to prerequisite that we can. Uh, look into and study for next week uh, i almost pressed the wrong button <laughs> we got one more thing to do before this episode's over oh shit you're right all i right. just remembered good catch good catch all right yeah well here's a one minute clip on what i want to talk about next week the biggest study ever on the pay gap i think it was done by harvard basically looked at uber drivers in america the big reason it was the biggest because they had so much data uber obviously has so much data and men and women both drive ubers in america they looked at the paying and they were like well women are getting paid less at uber how does that make sense because it's obviously all automated what a great way of studying male and female behavior to work out what is in this gap and there's three things in the gap the first was men drove at different times at night so men would do the graveyard shifts early mornings where you're getting paid more they would want to do that women 
women less so. The second was that men were more likely to stick with the platform for longer, so they had more experiences and they benefited from that experience. Makes sense of any job. And the third reason, which was 50% of the gap, was that men just drive faster. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just drive a little faster, guys, and then you'll close that gap. That's That's so that just shows it wasn't discrimination that was causing the pay gap in Uber. It was just behavior. heavy right foot. Different types of behavior. And I guess we can have a discussion of what shapes that behavior, but we need to start that conversation with it's not discrimination, at least in Uber, different types of behavior. Interesting. So yeah, when I, I mean, obviously that's specifically for Uber, but I would definitely like to, you know, look more. I know there's a lot of videos on, what's the guy you always said was your favorite from Daily Wire? Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Um, I know he's got a lot of stuff specifically on the gender pay gap that your stats and whatnot that I want to, you know, look into and bring up, but that's what I would right. like to talk about next week. All right. And as Otto said, and I forgot, and I should have prerequisite in our opening of our episode, SummerSlam is on Saturday. Yeah, it is. So we have to do our bets for the matches. Yep. First match, the Undisputed Universal Championship, Roman versus Jey Uso for Tribal Combat. I think Jey is going to take it. I think Roman. You, You think we're keeping Roman with it? Yep. Okay. As much as I want Jay to have it, I think they're keeping Roman. Is it because they're keeping the title of the tribal chief uh, title on the line? Yes. Okay. Cody versus Brock. I'm going Cody. I'm going to come back to that one because I honestly don't know. Heard. Uh, All right. Heavyweight title. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Balor. I still, I'm going Balor again. I think he's taking that off Seth, even if just for a minute. I also think Balor. Okay. My weird bet. He's gonna win clean, and Damian is not going to cash in. I don't think so either. I think Damian might like they'll start putting some heat on it. No, I don't even think that'll happen. Interesting. I think it's literally gonna be Balor wins clean. That's it. End the night. Okay. Uh, Asuka versus Bianca for the women's WWE Women's Championship. I'm going Asuka. Oh, and Flair. Oh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Charlotte's my pick. Again, this isn't your favorite. This is who you think's going to win, not who you yep. want to win. I think, I, I, I think Charlotte. You think Flair? Yep. I could see her holding it to Survivor Series and being like, you know, because I, I feel like she's almost done. Like, not unfortunately, but like fortunately, but like not. You know what I mean? I don't like any of them as options, but I think <laughs> I think they'll give it back to Bianca, unfortunately. Okay, all right. Which is my least favorite option, but I think that's what they're going to do. And then maybe she'll only have it for like a day, but. Yeah. I see title, Gunther versus McIntyre. Gunther. Agreed. He is 60 days away from breaking the world record. Mm. No way. There's no way to give that up. I think they're going to give it to... um, Who was I? They just had a thing with Gunther, not Riddle, but there was someone else that had a Um, match with Gunther. I'm like, oh, I think that's who they're going to give it to. I don't remember. Uh, Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Uh, Logan Paul. Really? He's lost more matches than he's won. I feel like this is his time. But he's 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 had moments for all of them. Oh, a thousand percent he has, but I feel like this is his first win. 
got to go Ricochet. Partially because I like him, partially because of, especially after Logan called out his uh, fiance. Yeah, that was pretty, uh, that was pretty right up there. Uh, Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler in the MMA rules match, which none of us really know what all that qualifies as, but. I'm going Shayna. Because Rousey's done with WWE after this. So that's the, I mean, it's not like there's a title on the line, but. Yep. She's done with WWE after this. I'm, I'm going Shayna, but I feel like Ronda's going to put up a hell of a match, though. You know, like, it's, it's, it's going to be a fantastic match. They turned Shayna face for this. So I think they're going to have Rousey win and then Shayna kind of boo-hoo for a little bit. All right. All right. That's what I'm, I'm going to on that. I'm going Shayna. All right. And then we don't really have names announced other than LA Knight and Sheamus. Yeah. The SummerSlam Battle Royale. I don't care who else. LA Knight. Probably. Well, uh, I guess maybe if we get more names, we'll say something. Um, you'll probably post on Twitter, but. Or I'll X, post on Twitter. Sorry, you'll post on X. X. Yeah, it's X now. <laughs> it is X now, ain't it? Yeah. I I was looking. I, I even uh, posted. I hate this. I I can't. Can you say, can I, you not say tweet it anymore? No, it's posted now. That's what, was, that's what I'm talking about. So earlier, I was like, oh, I'm going to retweet this. And that's like, repost. And I'm like, what? <laughs> no! <laughs> First, they took the bird. Now they took, you can't even retweet it. It's reposting now. I am going Cody because, again, I think I had this conversation with you off podcast that every single time they've had like a thing, Brock has always just decimated Cody. So yep. I think with the ruling you taught me when I first got into wrestling, that's Cody's probably going to take it. Yep. SummerSlam. <laughs> yeah. I think we technically have like at least four more minutes left, but I think we pretty much covered everything other than like a decently long video that I have. Uh, Shoot, I had something for a second that I was going to mention, but I, I do not remember what it was. Wait, hang on, how long is it? Six minutes, 20 seconds. So I wouldn't go over too much, but just whatever we want to talk about. So that's probably, yeah, we'll throw that up real quick. Right. And Dylan and I actually had a really long conversation about this one day. Okay. So he might have something to say after. Yep. So um, I just got engaged last month oh. to the love of my life. Congratulations. And Congratulations. We, are, we are planning our wedding. I'm actually going out to see a venue today, but... um. While getting ready to uh, to take this big step in my life, I decided to run a credit check on my fiance, who doesn't have, or at least to her knowledge, didn't have any credit card, didn't have any debt, and I've been following the Ramsey plan for the past five, six years, so um, I have no debt. I've been able to cash flow college and everything like that. I'm on my senior year, so I'm almost done, but um, in, in pulling her credit report, I found uh, something a little bit disturbing. Um, there was a credit card in her name that showed up as uh, having a balance of $19,000. Whoa. And so um, obviously she was she was completely shocked by this, and I was shocked by that. So um, when we went back and I uh, confronted her family, come to find out her mom had opened that card back in 2019 and had, um, I guess, the entire family on it from what she's been telling me. I haven't been able to um, to, uh, to corroborate that story with the rest of the family, but wow. 
there she's saying that that it's kind of like a family vacation card and then she told me that she pays it off every month and by tracking the uh the stuff on credit karma looking at the um the credit score and everything in the the carryover balance i know it's not true so now I'm, I'm in a situation i brought it up to her she she got super defensive told me that um i can't live without a credit score and the whole nine yards of i can't get a mortgage and all that and i told her that listen i've saved up i am i'm going to go through manual underwriting i don't need a credit score i don't need uh, i don't need debt to live my life and i'm going to be debt free for my entire life and she's telling me that i need to find or go to counseling financially so that i can figure out how to take care of her daughter since obviously i don't understand finances so Okay. Here for some counseling. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we're your counselors. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> I, I need a swig of Pepto Bismol. My stomach has turned about four times already. My goodness. Okay. So, Trent, there's two elements of this. Um, mm. The second element I'll just hit first because I think it's an easy one. You're not going to convince her otherwise. So, by you guys just going back and forth with your opinions, you're not going to convince her. She's not going to convince you. And so, you have to be able to go forward in this relationship with her daughter. And obviously your fiance needs to be comfortable and secure enough in you guys to say, yeah, whatever my mom says, cause she's going to be saying this Trent for the next 50 years possible. You know what I mean? So like, you're going to hear this all the time and, and just making sure that you and your fiance are on the same page. Cause that's all that matters, right? The, the extended family, whatever they choose to do or what they believe that doesn't matter as much anymore because it is your family. It's now you guys that once you get married, like it's you guys. So making sure your fiance and you are on the same page. And so not trying to sit there and convince your mother-in-law. So that was kind of one part. The end of your call is what you were speaking of were those arguments. And that's so frustrating. And I'm really sorry about that. Okay. And then the first one, which is obviously the, the one that majorly um, affects you and your fiance is, I mean, it's illegal. She she stole her identity is what she did. And I guess forged yeah. a signature. She signed for her and everything. I mean, had to have to, I, to I would, open the I credit would, card. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. So what I would do is contact. She she needs to remove the balance. She needs to open up. If, if this is if she's living the credit card life, that nineteen thousand dollars immediately needs to be put back in on her in, in her courts and so that's what i would say is that the next move is that and i don't care how you do it when you do it or not here when but like how whatever avenue you choose this nineteen thousand dollar balance needs to be off of my fiance's name because she didn't do it does the mom see anything wrong with it trent because here's what's messed up too is there's a lot of there's a there's a trend going around ken with people opening up cards in their kids names and doing this and they pay bills so that they're that their child gets a good credit score when they turn 18. I mean, there are parents doing this now. Yeah. And the and the you know, the whole idea is yeah, but if they get stuck with a balance, then it's the kid's responsibility then to pay it at 18, which yeah. is just absurd. So this is exactly what's happened, but she did it in secret. So was she like does she under does the, does the mother like does she take any ownership Funny. in it at all? Like to say, yeah, there's nine there's facts that there are $19,000 that you've not paid that is your bills not your fiance's no ma'am unfortunately she she does not she thinks that she's helping her out by building her credit score and getting her started and 
giving her a um, at least from the conversation that I had with her, giving her though. a She's giving her ability to just in case you fall into hard times when you first get married. You know, what does your fiance say? What does your fiance say or done to this point with her own mother? He went into a world of she's like, she's a little bit more of a non-confrontational type. So he was able to so and get um and uh, right the mom has always kind of run her finances and she still stays at home with her parents. Hey, dude. So, I'm a, I'm a, need, well, your fiance needs to close the account. It's under her name, so yes. she needs to go and just close the account completely. That's right. And if this mother keeps this up, Trent, I'm like. I hate to say it. This is like where where legality comes in. I mean, this is like this is well, legal this is stuff. Financial and fraud. I know, yeah. yeah. And, but you you guys, you don't have the money, Trent, necessarily to go and fight your mother in law in court. No, but, no. But here's the deal, Trent. That I'm going to tell you this. Rachel's right. But you, this is a serious conversation with your fiance. Uh, she has to close the account. She must confront this on some level. Or if I were you, my friend, I'm not saying break up with her, but I would hold off on the wedding until this stuff gets solved between your future wife. She's got to say, all right, mom, boundaries here. She's got to put up some boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know Dylan and I more argued on the idea of, you know, kind of like the moms, they say spread it and, you know, whatever. I'm like, so I agree. Yeah, but. I I agree on the stance of like, build up your child's credit. Like I do, but like, that mom wasn't trying to build up her child's crutch she was trying no vacation no she's trying to go right yeah but but i feel like there's a definite difference of like hey i've opened this credit card for you here's all the info right here's what i do until you're 18 and like prove like hey here's all the bills i'm doing like here's how i'm using it and like being able to prove like all right i've paid it or i haven't paid it or whatever build up their credit that way this is just she's going to vacation on the bahamas with like Neither one of these things is legal either, but like, at, but in both, in just either scenario, it's just like one parent is truly doing, trying to do good by their kid and raise their credit score before they turn 18. And then the other parents just like, I want another credit card. I can't put another one in my name. Right. I'll put on my child's. Yep. That's the unfortunate truth. But thankfully, yeah. you know, like, I, uh, it's so it's so dumb. Okay. Well, now, like, if he actually takes that advice, like, they're gonna have to go to, like, because, because again, like they mentioned, like that's a legality thing at this point. Yeah. <sighs> people, people piss me off. So via because we haven't had a guest in a long time, I'm uh, I'm not practiced with what we had discussed wanting to do. Two questions before we go. Do you have any social media you would like to shout out? Okay. I don't even get on my social media. Fair enough. At all. Um, it's like, nah, fam. Don't don't find. Don't find me. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of the internet span. I'm just here to have fun. I know that you don't watch wrestling, but if you were to be a wrestler, and it was up to you, because we found out recently that it's not really necessarily up to people, what would be your entrance song? All I, I don't have a really hard, like, it'd be Attack on Titan season four. <laughs> that's fair enough. Like rumbling. That's, that's like I know a, I showed you it because it's that rumbling song, and you're like, I can probably trick Aldo into like drumming this because it was just all in English. Mm. Oh, I think yeah, maybe because I think it was on our like our Spotify shared. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, because you you um you already tricked me into doing the uh, Doctor Stone one. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Man, yeah, about rumbling. That. If he was saying you rumbling, you would have just thought it was an amazing song. Like it's. I not feel like I've heard it already. I'm gonna have to go look at it, but I feel you like probably I've have it. because it I, oh, yeah. it actually like trended on Spotify for a little bit. Like my brother used to watch anime, but he's into like metal on Spotify. It popped up in his playlist, and he's like, "Oh, this song's cool." I'm like, "That's Attack on Titan." <laughs> like, <laughs> That's Attack on Titans. <laughs> if you listen to our blend. I used to at one time listen to mine and Dylan's Dylan and I's blend all the time. So a lot yeah. of his songs became my songs. Yeah. So a lot of my songs from that blend ended up became. on our blend. So there's right. a chance if you listen to our blends that you've heard it. Yeah, I've I've been doing the DJ a lot recently though. Oh yeah, I haven't done anything but the DJ. The DJ freaked out. Can we just talk about <laughs> how scary the the DJ won't crack jokes about my playlist and like because none I don't have any like really big mainstream artists like anyone who i name that's in my playlist i doubt anyone who ever watches this will know like nothing nowhere people like that know them. like huh i know them. they're awesome i like yeah them. they are good uh, <laughs> yeah so, like, no one will know who they are nothing to work yep <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like They'll just yeah. crack jokes about, like, they'll make a pun about the artist name and stuff. I'm like, you're an AI. You should be able to be able to do this. Like, you're... <laughs> <laughs> like, it's too advanced for my taste. It creeps it's like me I'm out. scared of being an adult. It genuinely makes me feel like I have, like, a personal DJ, like a dude who's just, like, only at the studio, just waiting. Just waiting for you. Yeah, like it kind of creeps me out in that sense because it's way too good to be an AR almost. It really is. It's terrifying. Yeah, it's kind of scary. Ding dong. Goodbye. Please like, comment, subscribe, whatever you kids do nowadays. Comment. Oh, no, wrong thing. <laughs> We're going to attempt that again. I'm so used to doing the for some reason. Okay. We haven't even done a drumming session. In I know. <laughs> You guys should say that's down at the end, since what's the <laughs> oh. podcast, the parallel opposite is, well, that's down. See ya. I like it. All right. I'm going to try this one more time. Here we go. Please like, comment, subscribe, whatever you kids do nowadays. Follow us on our social medias on our link tree, which will be in the description of this podcast, and we'll see you in the next one.